0: Welcome back to the Drago Podcast. This episode takes us to Providence, Rhode Island, where we will be featuring special guests and former classmates of Dirk's at Brown University. Warning, this episode features explicit content which might not be suitable for young listeners. Enjoy! Our first guest today is the distinguished James Duvall. Doovey, take it away.
1: Welcome to the Doovy episode of this podcast. This episode is brought to you by Spike's Junkyard Dogs. The best junkyard dog that any drunkard could wish for. It's also brought to you by Mission. When a coach needs a cheap deal for their hockey team, Look to mission. The mission deal is the best. Well, this podcast, as you know, is a celebration of your birthday, Dirksey, And I am honored to be a guest speaker here. Or maybe I'm a guest host. I don't know. But anyways, I'm honored that you are walking around right now in your house with your headphones on and listening to my beautiful voice. Maybe you're taking a dump right now, I don't know, but in any case, um I guess uh, it's kind of hard for me to believe that I've known you for about twenty years, I think it's what two thousand and nineteen, yeah, so I would have met you in around nineteen ninety eight or nine I don't even remember, but it's been about twenty years, maybe over. That's hard to believe. Um, you know, so I've had some, uh, I've had some good times together over the years, mainly in college, uh, but you know, a few here and there since then. Um, I'll never forgive you actually in college for for beating me in a weightlifting contest we had one winter. God, I think it was my senior year. Freaking Grillo had this. I think it was a clean a clean contest who could who could clean the most uh yeah like you had you had maybe like five tries to whoever could clean the most weight out of like five reps and I remember I think because we were in different weightlifting groups so I wasn't even in your group and when I hit the weight room I learned that in this in this contest, by the way, I think was the winner of the contest got a Herbie pass, I believe was the deal. So I, of course I wanted to win it, didn't want to friggin skate. Um, but yeah, when I got to, my group got to the weight room, I I, I heard I think Marandino told me, uh, oh yeah, he had it all marked down. Dirks was leading leading so far with however many pounds of weight you cleaned. And I was like, "Fuck! I gotta beat that." And so I did some calculations in my head, and instead of, instead of like starting, starting low and like working my way up, I knew okay, if I spread it out, like however much weight I had to beat you, if I spread that out over the five different sets I had to do, that I would win, and. Yeah, maybe it was like five sets of like three or something like that. You had to do five sets of three and however much weight you put up. So I divided it all out. And uh, because, you know, I'm a mathematical kind of guy. And on my freaking last rep of my last set, I dropped it. I was so pissed. I think even Marandino was a little bit upset. Yeah, I was pissed. So you ended up winning that i can never forgive you for that shit. Um, what else, dude? Uh, I remember drinking lots of rockets of beer with you in Mazatlan. Which maybe is a good time to do a little, a little commercial break. A little advertising break for Modelo. Modelo Light. This podcast is also sponsored by Tecate. And all the rackets of beer you can drink in Mazatlan, Mexico. Um another little memory I have is is uh from the locker room. I don't even remember again if it was my junior or senior year, but I think I had just showered up. It was after practice one one day and you were standing well I, you know, I'll get there in a minute. I went into the little uh, skate sharpening room in the locker room, and I think I was talking to Castro um, or Super Dave or whoever the hell was working in. I think it was Castro, though. And you know those big, long legged, hairy looking house centipedes, nasty looking things. We still, I get them running around my apartment here in Greenwich sometimes. My kids hate them. I don't like them either. Kill them instantly. They're really nasty looking. Um, but I was in the skate sharpening room and I, I saw one like running across the table, and so I grabbed a, like a, a little cup and I trapped it, and, and I I was like, oh, I'm gonna play a prank on someone. So I brought it into the locker room and you were standing with your back to the doorway talking with, uh, uh, Coach Potter it was I believe, and you had your towel on. You were like ready to go to the shower or something. And I snuck up behind you, and I released, <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes me laugh. I released it right on your shoulder <laughs> uh, right on your shoulder, and you flipped out. oh, so funny. Dropped your towel like flapping your hands at your back. The thing went skittering across your back. Oh God. So funny. Jumped, You jumped like three feet in the air. God dang, that was funny. And now just a short break for a shout-out to sponsor Oliver's Bar and Grill in East Providence, Rhode Island. Great place to go if you want to get banged up, drink some Jager bombs, and, you know... Maybe walk home with some young filly. Probably don't know what she looks like until the next morning. and Or just, you know, walk out of there to puke in the alley. Something like that. I don't think I ever eat any food at Oliver's, but I'll bet it's good. The booze is better, though, I know that. And how about a little shout-out to the Liquid Lounge? A couple pool tables in the back, if I do recall. Don't even know if that place is in existence anymore. But, you know, some good times at the Liquid Lounge. It's kind of dark and spooky. And also, how about a little, uh, little uh, shout-out to sponsor Solo Cup. Couldn't get through college without Solo Cups, tell you that much. Games of Beirut we played, we kept that place in business. My game was pretty good. I don't remember how your game was, Dirksy. I think you were pretty good, if I do recall. I remember certain people were not very good. Hayes's game was certainly suspect. Guy was like a roller coaster. He's up, he's down. He's up, he's down. Never consistent. Never. Just You got to be up there. Every time you go into play, you should be, have to peel you off the ceiling for a game of Beirut. You know? Guy wasn't bringing it. Didn't have the X factor every time he got out there. You know, you got to be ready to out and tense them every time you get on the table. He was always one for the rules, at Hazy. You know, elbow behind the line, all that garbage. But you know, when it came down to it, was he performing? That's the question you need to be asking. You know. And thinking back, another one of my fondest memories involving you, Dirksy, would be actually on your wedding day. I remember. Uh, getting dressed with you in your room. I was up there solo, and got dressed with you for your wedding. Um, and I don't know. For some reason, I, I kind of like that. Like, uh, I think I did that with Chugsy too. Got dressed with him during for his wedding because I was at that one solo. Sometimes I like to go to these things solo. You know, more fun. Don't have to worry about the old lady whether she's having fun and all that. Just do your thing. So, uh, but yeah, get getting uh, get dressed with you in your, your hotel room. We had some uh, whiskey, if I if I do recall correctly, a little bit of whiskey in the room. And that morning, actually, that was a good time. We uh, remember it snowed. I think it snowed that morning of your wedding, and uh, we jumped into the. I think it's Mirror Lake there, freaking freezing. And you, yeah, I think you cannonballed in because you're a nut bar um but yeah that was that was freezing that morning a good swim brisk wakes you right up gets the blood going you know you're awake instantly although it's like turns your cock inside out that's for dang sure um but that's that's a fond memory from your wedding you know i had a good time at your wedding i think i farted a lot if i do recall though you know I think I got blamed for a lot of farts, which I probably was letting loose anyway. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I ate. Something. Something turned the guts, you know. Crop dust in the dance floor. And I remember, and you could you could check this out. I remember uh, signing your your guest book at the reception. Um, you know, congratulations, whatever people write. I can't remember. that sort of garbage. You probably haven't even looked at it since your wedding. But you could go back now and look at it and find my name on there. And I remember because I think I was signing it right. Like I walked in with Hazy and Chugsy or something. And um, I was I was already pretty hammered. And my handwriting was freaking awful. And those guys were giving me shit for it. And I if I, I remember looking at it and being like, Jesus, I can't even write right now. Pretty drunk, my handwriting goes to shit quickly when I'm drunk. You know, it's not often you write when you're drunk. But anyways, you should you should find that little album of signatures and notes, or whatever from your wedding, and check it out. Find find uh, find my little thing in there. I don't know what the hell I wrote, but it's probably disgusting handwriting. I'm gonna pause here right now, actually, and tell you a story about the first time I ever got laid I don't know if I've ever told you this story stories about people's first time is, are usually kind of interesting, I mean I don't know how yours is, I can't remember so next time we get together you know, we gotta if we get a little separation time you gotta fill me in, I bet it's something interesting, probably happened at Deerfield or something some baseball, baseball field with pitcher's mound or whatever something like that or some, some dude in your dorm in the shower. But I still, I guess I was digressing there because I was talking about the first time I ever got laid. I haven't gotten to it. And, you know, she was pretty cute. And, dude, this is true. She did have a muff because this was in the 90s and muffs were still, you know, a thing. I still like muffs because of this, I think. You know, I'm not a, I'm, I'm a fan of the muff. No problem with it. That was the first time I got laid. Not very impressive, I'll tell you that much. Anyways, Dirksey, I hope you've enjoyed the doobie edition of this podcast. Um, I'm certainly honored again to have been able to provide this, you know. Hopefully you enjoy it a little bit. That was my first podcast I've ever done. Maybe I'll maybe I'll start doing more of them. I don't know. If you give me some feedback. Let me know. Has it been okay? Have you enjoyed it? Has it been funny? Has it been... Boring? I don't know. Let me know. But uh, you know, I've certainly enjoyed knowing you. You've been a very hospitable guy. My pit stop on the way back from Florida, last number of years. It's always been great to see you. You gotta get up here and visit up in uh Greenwich sometime. I can show you around the old Brunswick school, your old stomping grounds. Um anyways, Dirksy, love you buddy. Happy birthday. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and, uh, yeah, signing off. Doovy, out.
0: Well, I don't really know where you take things from there, but uh, let's pass it over to our next guest, Greg Hayes, to try to forget about everything that we just heard. Hayes, thanks for joining us.
2: Dirksy, Dirksy, Dirksy. <clears throat> Greg Hayes here, giving you a, a warm... Uh, happy birthday podcast, um, Chris Dirks, aka Dirk Digler, aka Dirksy. Um, first and foremost, let's just let's just state the obvious here that you, you you've got an incredible wife that was willing to uh, reach out to everybody to make this happen, and uh, I, I'll say I, I, I have um, very similar memories from my fortieth my wife Megan sent out cards to everybody and everybody sent back um sent back some some funny stories from over the years or whatever and from all my friends and and still to this day it's one of the one of the best gifts I ever received so ho- hopefully this is some, something similar for you um 40 years old can't believe it getting old man getting old uh I feel it every day too myself um obviously you've (laughs) you've all had uh difficult times over the years but um certainly think about you a lot and everything that uh all the things that we've experienced together um all the times tough times you've had to go through and and uh always seem to be you know in, in a in a good spot um and able to to endure what you know i can't imagine that anybody else that I know of that has had to endure. So, um, that's on the heavier side of this podcast here, but, um, you know, uh, wanted to (laughs) rehash some of the other funny things that, that we've, we've dealt with over the years or had fun with over the years. And I, I, as I was putting this together, I was writing down some notes and trying to think of like some funny times, some, some that, you know, seem to be foggy over the years that the more and more we you know get away from uh, coming up for me at least almost on twenty years uh away from from college but uh one of those sayings i still i still use uh one of your early sayings at least when one of my first impressions of you <laughs> calling i forget what it was but um uh, saying you know explaining that uh something was it, it that it was hot it was it was <laughs> as you were saying, goes, I'm hotter than fucking, I'm hotter than two rats fucking in a wool sock here, which I, <laughs> I still use. And some of my friends think it's hilarious, but I always have to give you, uh, give you credit for that one. Um, and I don't know how many other one-time, one time, one, one liners you've got, but that one always stuck with me. Um, what else can I say? I mean, I mean, this is, this is my, first of all, let's just let's just say this is my first podcast ever and first um recording ever so I'm not uh i'm not i'm not meant for radio let's put it that way um but uh one of the other good memories i had jotted down here was uh garros 30th out in vegas you going out there i think what was, maybe it was saturday at the pool at the hard rock and um and you flew out Freddie, for, uh, for the day from Denver. Freddie flies out, and this is what, 2006? This must have been 2006. So still post 9-11, Freddie decides it's still okay to fly out with a big bag of weed, um, which we all enjoyed, of course. Um, so <laughs> you and, uh, I think you were rooming with Garo that weekend maybe. Cause I was I was with Louie, and I remember <laughs> you and I think you were with Garrow, and, and you guys were up all night and tried to get into our room at like 6 a.m. This is shortly before Garrow was running around the pool naked uh, with a hat covering his junk before he heads out before he got taken out by security. But um, that was one of probably probably the the eclipse of of our stupidity, at least my stupidity, that, that weekend, but still a great time, nonetheless, um, what else, I may have to come back to this, I, I, I and, uh, make additional, an, an additional, uh, uh, additional recording here, I feel like I'm fucking brain dead, but, um, <clears throat> I'll come back, I'm gonna jot down a few, uh, a few grilloisms and, uh, to help you, uh, enjoy the 40th year, some, some, some more life lessons, um, as taught by Grillo, you know, stuff that you use and live by, um, still to this day, but, but let me come back to that. All right, Dirksey, I'm back. Sorry. I had to take care of some business there. Um, yeah, this, this, this past break was, was brought to you by Rob Abel and Chris. Oh, I just got interrupted there. Uh, <clears throat> i was saying this. Past break is brought to you by Rob Abel and Chris Potter. If you're ever looking to torpedo your own program, please hire one of these two individuals. Um, but anyway, now that we're back at the tail end of this, uh, my little podcast here for you. Um, I, I, I was thinking. I I haven't. I now have even more respect for those guys that do spit and chuglets. I can't. I can't fucking do this very well. Um, my head's all over the place. that's what three kids will do to you put you in full zombie state almost every every waking hour. Um, but before I forget, I need to say <laughs> I was thinking about i I hope most of my uh, most of my recording doesn't hit the edit, editing room floor here, but um, in favor of what Scotty MacArthur is gonna have to say. hopefully there'll still be a little room for for my uh, my recording here. But when this is all said and done, I can't believe, I can't wait to hear what he has to say. I think you were the one, I think you were the one that might have said that he's got his PhD in make-believe, so, um, was, or at least has been working on it, so uh, that'll be funny. But um, I wanted to uh, part ways here with a few life lessons I, <laughs> I wrote down um, uh, and reiterate as you embark on the, on the post Post 40 years of your life through the eyes of Roger Grillo. So I'll go in and out of, I may go in and out of Grillo as uh, as first person here, but hopefully you can follow along. Firstly, firstly, Robbie, close the door. Guys, stay out of the shit, stay out of the crap. I know you're turning 40, but I don't want to hear reports of you or anyone running around the streets tonight. Remember, you have a job. You get a car payment. You get a rent payment. I put my dick on the line for you. You better not slam the door shut on it or I'm fucked. Thanks for fucking shopping. And this this one is more of a Potter life, isn't? but remember in life, you're here, but you're also here. Think of that. You're here, but you're also here. I think that's Potsy's way of saying stay balanced in life. Don't sweat the small stuff. Embrace the solid uh, work-life balance, which I think you've always done. So maybe you got that one covered. Um, if you ever find yourself coaching youth hockey or you know minor hockey, whatever you want to humble yourself or just just make a total ass of yourself, just do what I do. Stop the game, open the door to the bench, and yell "Murph" at at the ref as loud as you possibly can. When nobody responds. Or he doesn't respond at all, or everybody's staring at you, you'll, you'll know that you've achieved looking, look at, looking like an ass like I did. Um, another Grillo, Grillo quote, or another Grilloism. When it comes to dressing, now that you're 40, can't pull off being trendy anymore, all right? Play it safe when it comes to colors. I choose one color, black, just like Batman. Goes with everything. I also like to wear clothes that look casual but also could be pulled off in a business setting. Try the mock turtleneck every once in a while. You can wear it on the weekends for yard work. You can also throw a little blazer on, you can wear it for a headshot for your company's website. So think of that as you as you get as you uh, go into your forties here. Um, <clears throat> now if you and Sarah choose to embark on the craziness that is called parenthood. Don't forget to tell your kid the stories of how your college coach could have made the nineteen eighty Olympic team. If you had just worked a little bit harder. Tell your kid about how maybe maybe you wouldn't have had a college coach and how that college coach may have been in the NHL all those years. Um, if you had just worked a little harder. I think that was Gorilla's way of saying, you know, stay mentally tough, bring it every day as a husband or an employee or a parent. Otherwise, you might not make the 1980 Olympic team, and you'll be resorting to coaching. Um, I could probably go on and on with the the Gorilla-isms all day long, but I'll wrap it up. Um, Listen, I wanted to, you know, sorry, I was was a little late, and hopefully this still makes the cut. I was just dealing with, uh, <laughs> being a parent, but I, I want to wish you a, a sincere happy birthday. Happy 40th. Uh, I know you'll enjoy it, enjoy it the best you can. Uh, hopefully get to see you soon and, and have a few drinks and a few laughs and rehash some stories that, that are still locked up in this head of mine. Uh, that usually only can get, you know, retrieved, uh, one amongst friends and, and some libations. But, um, you're one hell of an original guy, Dirk C. Don't ever change. And uh, happy birthday, and hopefully uh, see you soon, pal. Thanks.
0: Well, I think that about covers it for the college years, and I think it's in all of our best interests if we just go ahead and move on to Chris's days in New York where he finally got a big boy job and started to move up in the world. So follow me as we head to New York City and we meet the Boers.